developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. So I didn't say like nobody was watching. Okay, you did. First sentence. What do you mean? We have, oh, they weren't rolling. I could just like go to the tape. You know those commercials <laughs> where they throw the challenge flag and we go yes, to the tape? Yes, That's the first thing you said to me. Well, I mean, we we have some people watching. Okay. Okay. But not compared to like the millions and millions yeah. who listen to the Kim Commando show. Not compared to those. No, that's true. But it's start. You got to start somewhere. It is. I mean, it it's is. not 10. I look at... <laughs> I look at Facebook, there's 2,000 to 4,000 people watching every single day. Okay. And then we have a couple of thousand on YouTube. Okay. So we're up to six. Okay. Guess how many people watch on Twitch? Uh, I'm going to go with zero. One. One. (laughs) Okay. Hi, Twitch guy. So whoever you are, we're really thankful for that. We need to find out his name. Just give him a shout out every single week. Hey, Bob. (laughs) Bob from Twitch. (laughs) There you go. But we only talk about tech stuff here. Right. Okay. So- uh, the I in iPhone. Right. What do you think that letter I stands for? Insufficient memory. Mm-mm. Try again. Uh, intelligent phone. Uh, close. Five words. Okay. Okay. okay this, so this is a- this Five is, words? I stands for five words? No, there are five words that start with the letter I. That's what I'm saying. It stands for five <laughs> oh different gosh. things? Yes. Do all of them start with I? <laughs> it's called the iPhone. <laughs> right. What are they? Lay okay. them on me. Internet. Okay. Individual. Sure. Cause in, you know, right? Instruct. Mm. I'm not saying that. Inform. Okay. I get it. And inspire. My inspire phone. <laughs> okay. Is anybody, I just got my inspire phone stolen. What do I do? Well, uh, here's a, here's another fun fact. Uh, when each new iPhone was released, instead of buying the phone and you actually put the money into Apple stock, right? You would have made $367 million. You, Shut up. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> Don't you feel like an idiot now? <laughs> I, my heart hurts. I know. That's awful. I thought about that too myself. $360 million? Yes. Yes. I'm going to go buy some Apple stock. Can I do it now? Can I start I now? Um, by the time I have Apple 30? Yeah, maybe. It'll be worth 300. How many years is that? Forever. Since 2007. That's not even that long a time. Right. Exactly. So what about? You, so I was, um, I was with my five-year-old nephew, mm-hmm. Owen, and he was showing me how he made a telephone, mm-hmm. you know, like two tin cans with a string. Sure, classic get, kid classic telephone. telephone. And, and then my niece came over to me like an hour later. She said, Kim, did you really say that to him? And I said, what? She said, well, um, <laughs> when he came and showed me his telephone, I said, that looks great, Owen. But, you know, kids in China, they make one of these. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's your best joke so far on the podcast. <laughs> it wasn't even a joke. It was just a horrible thing to say to a child. It was. He was running, running around. <laughs> Aunt Kim told me this. 
I couldn't help it. You know, on that happy note, welcome. It's Kim Commando today. It's your daily fun podcast about all things digital and all things nothing, it seems like. Uh, we're immensely popular with, what was that guy's name, Bob? Twitch Bob. Twitch Bob. And of course, what we need is for each and every one of you to tell at least one person, just one person about the podcast. Right, Andrew? Please. I told you about it. Okay. So I did my job. No, no, no. We want you to like think outside the box. Mm, that's too hard. What about if you like um, stood on the corner and said, you know, get the podcast. You want me to get one of those signs yes. and just flip the, the sign on the corner? You know, they're actually pretty talented people who do that. But did they ever work? Have you ever seen a piece of plastic flying through the air and you're like, oh my God, I need a mattress and turned? <laughs> no, no, they don't work. <laughs> Or, or spa city. It's like <laughs> no one buys a on the whim spa. You know, like, oh, wow, there's a sign. I pass one every single day on the way here. There's a guy who holds an arrow that says uh, $999 engagement rings inside. And I'm like, if you only spend a thousand bucks on an engagement ring, that marriage is not going to last. That's not going to happen at not all. Not going to last. No. And um, I'm Kim Commando, by the way. We didn't actually have a chance to say that. You are Kim Commander. Uh, yes, America's digital goddess. You know, somebody asked me the other day, when you go to parties, do you like say like, I'm the digital goddess? You don't have to say it. It's written on your hoodie that you wear around every time you go to a party. <laughs> I do. And I like throw out sprinkles. <laughs> glitter. And I'm Andrew Babinski. Yes. And um, I don't know. What's your credential? What's I, I'm radio host for iHeartRadio. There you go. Bath and Friends show <laughs> on KEZ. You can hear it on the iHeartRadio app for free. Do you ever pitch the podcast on the <laughs> Beth's show? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. First oh. of all, it's not Beth's show. It's oh. my show. Oh, Beth and Friends. I'm part of it. That's true. Uh, yeah, I've talked about the podcast oh, before. Oh, awesome. That's great. Synergy. Appreciate I appreciate Synergy. That. All right. So coming up, I have a story about the top strange quirks of tech CEOs, like kind of weird things that they do. They're going to be weird. Too, and then I'm going to introduce a new segment, like just like, like really quick hits, like four things you need to know about tech right now. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you have on board? We have uh, an AI commercial. That was airing nonstop on Hulu. That is everyone up in arms. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to get started with the news. Um, so Drew Barrymore and Sharon Stone, they're out this past week saying that they're on the dating websites and they're getting catfished. Yeah, I heard the Drew Barrymore story. Yeah, it was a football player. Well, he pretended to be a football player. His name was Matthew Stafford. That's the real football player. Yes. He messaged her and said, uh, you know, I'm a quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. And then she said, I'm a huge football fan because I went to the Rams first practice game. First of all, if you're a huge football fan, it's <laughs> called a preseason game. It's not called a practice game. So we know you're lying, Drew. <laughs> then she said uh, she wanted to reach out and connect because someone she could talk to football about. Because she moved to New York and they had two teams and she moved back to Los Angeles and they had none. And that's really cool. Hi, my name is Drew. And he went back, came back and said, I'm not really a quarterback of the Rams. I was just pulling your chain to get your attention. But, you know, she could have Googled the guy. It's easy. There's okay. a roster. <laughs> you just do L.A. Rams roster and you'd have found out he wasn't a quarterback for the Rams. Okay. And also, uh, whatever that, whatever guy that she did look at. I thought that he was actually married with four kids. Matt Stafford. Yes. Okay, He's yes. married. His wife is kind of famous. She's out there. She has a podcast, probably more than 2000 viewers. Uh, she has a podcast and uh, it's well known who Matt Stafford is. He's an NFL starting quarterback. Okay. I didn't know who He's he a, was. Well, you're not a sports fan. You are the biggest waste of a sporting event ticket <laughs> on the history of the earth. You went to the Super Bowl twice and Rooted for both teams. <laughs> okay. Okay. I did. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. And, you know, because I'm sitting there 
And I mean, whoever like made a pass or got a touchdown, I'm like, yes, that's so good. Yes. <laughs> At least you were into it. I was. You could have been down there sitting there on your phone the entire time. Oh, no, I was having a great time until, right. you know, that guy behind me said, lady, pick a friggin' team. <laughs> All right. That's wrong. <laughs> Are you going to go to this Super Bowl? When it's is really it? really close. Sunday. Oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's in two Sundays, actually. And it's in Vegas. Are you going to go? Uh, no, I was supposed to go and hang with my friends in Vegas, but I got this new gig and I can't take a Monday off. Oh, so I'm not going to be able to go. That's bad. Uh, Sharon Stone was on Tinder. I think like she would be like someplace better. Isn't there like a Raya? Yes. Raya. Yeah. That's where you want to go. Rich and famous should go. Don't go to Tinder. Ben Affleck was on Raya. I wonder if that's where he met J-Lo. For the second time? Yes, exactly. I think he may have had her programmed in his phone and he could just go, <laughs> wait a minute though. Can you imagine just sitting there scrolling Tinder and Sharon Stone's picture pops up? You're going to go bot and say no immediately. Right. Exactly. She would have to have a tattoo on her forehead that says, this is really Sharon Stone. Okay. So she had a date with one guy who was a convicted felon. Okay. And then there was another guy who hid his heroin injections. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Somebody needs to tell her how to use Tinder. Seriously. <laughs> if these guys are getting yeses from Sharon Stone, I have a shot. I, ha I mean, <laughs> I would think maybe I have a half percent shot. But now that I'm hearing these stories, I'm up to like seven or eight percent. I might even have a shot. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, just saying. Yeah, it's called Raya. R-A-Y-A. Yeah, Raya the app. Dot that's com. where the rich and famous are supposed to Is go. Is it expensive? I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to be eligible to enroll on Raya, so I don't know the prices. What if I vouch for you and say, like, he is a celebrity? Are you going to pay for me as well? No. Oh, then no, I'm not interested. No, I'll pass. Not at all. Uh, I have a dating joke. Good. Okay. Why did Zero start dating? Why did Zero start <sighs> dating? I don't know. Why did Zero start dating? To find the, the one. one. <laughs> God, I crack myself up sometimes. You're the one. <laughs> oh, you should see. Sometimes I'm just walking down the hall <laughs> thinking I am so funny. <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't look like you're crazy at all. <laughs> Talk about quirks of CEOs. There's yeah, they, one of them <laughs> laughing at their own jokes in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. All right. So when we come back, we're going to talk about Hulu. Yes. Right? And the AI ads. And then I've got a little story about what's going on with Facebook. Um, but I think the quirks of the CEOs you're really going to like. I'm interested. All right. So if you're watching our podcast, we really appreciate that. Make sure you hit that big old share button. So at least one other person other than Twitch Bob can actually be finding us. We're going to make Twitch Bob famous. <laughs> we will. You know, wouldn't that be funny? Then we can invite him to the studio. He can, be, he can fill in for me one day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Twitch Bob. Thanks for having me on, Kim. Really love the show. <laughs> You know, I, that's how I read some of our emails sometimes. <laughs> with that voice? Yeah, but not with that one. No, mine's always yours? Mine's always like the old man. Let me hear it. Uh, it's like, you could have done better today, Kim Commando. <laughs> that sounds like Richard Nixon. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, because today, if you look at the meme, well, okay, I'm going to show you the meme on the break. Okay. But I'm getting a lot of people that are saying that I went too low with the meme that I that I I could have done better lower than the golden retriever uh, meme from last week yes making fun of men could you hate all men yes better than that one hey so I'm stay right where you are spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout let's hear that one more time the world's best converting checkout 
Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hey, it's Kim Commando today. We're so glad that you're here joining us because otherwise it'd just be Andrew and me and, and Andrew and me. Yeah, and you wouldn't pay me either. No one's <laughs> watching. True. I'd I mean, just be sitting here for free. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So, and speaking of, so if you are watching the show, just a reminder that you can also get it as a podcast, Kim Commando today, wherever you get your podcast. And if you are listening to the podcast and you're wondering like, you know, how handsome Andrew is and how incredibly beautiful I am, is that make sure that you actually look at a, at the show, whether it's on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, X, Rumble, you name it. We're all across the board. So every single day, I put out a free newsletter. It's called The Current. Oh, and I signed up for the newsletter. You did. No, wait. No, I signed up for Tubi Free Streaming TV. I always get those two mixed up. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. Carry on. My bad. You need to sign up for the newsletter. I'm going to be the one millionth subscriber. Okay. That's my plan. People are getting upset. I know. They're sending out notes to me saying, <laughs> you know, you ought to just fire him. Fire him. Okay. So here, so here, look at this meme. All right. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you, like, I think it's so funny. Okay. You have to describe it. Yeah. It's a, it's a toilet and there is a note sitting on the toilet and above it says, my husband loves leaving me cute little notes. And then... <laughs> <laughs> the note says, don't flush, <laughs> going to get a tape measure, possible world record. <laughs> okay. Isn't that the funniest thing? I, I laughed before I even read it out loud. Okay. So I'm getting a lot of people that are sending me notes saying. It's gross. Well, <clears throat> you could do better. You're above potty humor, Kim Commando. <laughs> but you know what? That's something I would do to Barry. <laughs> A hundred percent. And I might do it. And Barry would be the one yelling at you. That's gross, Kim. Don't do that. You shouldn't be measuring those. That's gross. It would be like, you know what? Come on, Kim. Grow up. (laughs) Now that's what he says. He always just says, come on, Kim. And so every once in a while, so Ian, you know, three of us be around. And so uh, just kind of hanging out and then I'll do something and Ian be like, Come on, mom. He's adopted it, adapted. Well, it. no. And then he does that just to. Oh, he's just mocking Barry. Yes. And because see what happens is that when Ian was growing up and, you know, Barry's so scientific. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy is brilliant. He really is. And so um, if Ian was giving me a hard time, I'm, this is like, this was the worst one. So Ian's doing his science homework and Barry's standing there. And like Ian was just like, you know, like that typical tween, like uh, I'm, you're just driving me nuts. Get away. And so I, um, I, I looked at Ian and I looked at Barry and I said, oh, Ian, dad's here. This is so great. And he was like, what? I said, you know, Barry, Ian's having trouble with his science homework. Would you explain like, you know, how the planets work with gravity and the solar system? And Ian looked at me like, and I looked at him and I just smiled and I walked away. Anyway, that conversation went on for like 45 minutes. Barry didn't know you were joking? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Poor Ian. <laughs> yeah. I've been caught in the Barry conversation before. It's Have inescapable. <laughs> it's like a black hole. <laughs> no, but he knows a lot. He knows. Oh, yeah. He does. He What's funny too is with Barry is that anyone who comes at Barry, he will immediately come back at them and go blow for blow, except for you. 
I don't know. Why. It's really weird. <laughs> he always gets upset at you. Yeah, yes, I'm not really sure why. <laughs> Maybe years and years of it. <laughs> That's what it is. You know, or it could be just, you know, all those kicks and like, under the table. Right. All right. So what's going on with Hulu? So there was this ad on Hulu. It really doesn't matter what the ad was about, uh, but it show, it starts with these depictions of what Gaza would look like if it was, you know, beautiful. And there's resorts and beachside property and happy people running everywhere. And then it flips. The influence of Hamas has ruined Gaza. And then it goes into the message of the ad. But people were all up in arms, not really over the message, but from the fact that everything that begins the commercial is all obviously AI AI imagery. I mean, it's so obvious. And they're like, they're using AI for propaganda now. So wait, but so who took the ad out? They an anti-Hamas group. Okay, and they ran nonstop on Hulu. Like I saw it on my Hulu, and it was every break. It was every single commercial break. So forget the messaging. You're just getting it annoyed. It could be a you know a commercial for free money. You're going to get annoyed when you see it over and over and over again. Sure. But the conversation people are trying to have is is that this is the future of propaganda in America that AI is going to allow them to manipulate people. A, if you didn't know that it was AI, you're going to be manipulated by anything. I could shake keys in front of you and manipulate so, manipulate. So, so it was really that. It was so obvious. Every single, here's one thing, tip you can look out for when you're trying to figure out if something is AI. If every person in the picture has the same exact facial expression, it's computer generated. You could tell so easily. Now, I don't think they were trying to influence anyone with these fake images because it was imagine a world. It wasn't reality. Right. But the bigger conversation is, is AI is here. It's here to stay and it's going to be used in every single way, shape or form for good, for bad to just to market you. It's just going to be used. We have to get used to it. We also have to learn how to recognize it. That's true. You know, I, I put up some pictures of me, AI generated, mm-hmm. and there's like on my Instagram and it's like, I have like a finger going through my cheek. <laughs> well, have you seen those ones where like you pay like four bucks, they give you a 180 headshots? I did that. You did it. That's where I got these from. I mean, these were some duds from that collection. You know, all of them were pretty duddy. Really? Yeah. I didn't really think, I mean, if you look at my, my Insta profile picture, that's AI generated. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. My hair is perfect. So that is one of the good ones. No, if you, I use it on purpose because I'm kind of cross-eyed <laughs> okay. in it. So it's kind of like a, just kind of a play on it. Because my sister, she paid for a, a package of them and she got back. I mean, there was a bunch of awful ones, like her on a skateboard holding a toilet, you know, some stupid ones. <laughs> but she got back like maybe 20 that looked real and they looked really good. When did she use it? Uh, Probably about a year ago. Yeah, because that's that's when it was all. I think I tried it about a year ago. I was just yeah. wondering if, like, maybe it it got better. No, well, I thought I thought they turned out really good. But then I'm sure now, if you did it, it would probably you'd probably get better results because you know it gets better every single time. You know, I took a call on the show from a woman, and her first words um, to me were, "I get the newsletter, and it seems like you're really a strong proponent of AI. I and aren't you afraid of it?" Are you afraid of AI? I'm not. But you and I had this conversation walking down the hall, what, last week? Mm-hmm. And I asked you too, are you afraid of it? And I, who was I talking to? Someone else, someone of influence. And in the tech world, I was having a conversation with them. And I asked them if they were afraid of it. And they were like, absolutely. Oh, I am. 
I don't I don't see it. I think we're really? smarter than that. We're not. We're not. But okay, look at just as an example, look at a Hollywood movie, right? Hollywood movie where AI turns around and takes us over. We've learned from our we could learn from our own art to avoid that. But we're not that smart. But why aren't we? Why wouldn't we be prepared? Why wouldn't we have multiple layers of security and kill switches that if it gets too smart, we kill it? It's just, it's going to, it's because it's, it grows exponentially. I mean, it's going, it will have its own thought processes. It can create things that, that it doesn't even know that it can create. So maybe I don't know enough to know, to be afraid, but wouldn't we be able to, at some point, slow down its learning? No. Change its learning. Give it, it its no, because the own you, things that it thinks it's, its opinions. We change its opinions. No, because you have multiple countries with different agendas. So greed, that would be the part that would would, would mess us up. Well, also, well, what if it creates a biological weapon? Is, and, that, okay, and, and is it, that a what if to you or when? When. So a when if instead yes. of a what if. Okay. I mean, there are so many different ramifications of this. And that's the problem is that we, we, we won't be able to control it. And I really, I, I know it sounds really far out there. And, you know, am I going to have a machine that's going to, you know, take over the world? Yeah, kind of. I mean, this is literally the, the plot of the Matrix. Yes. Terminator 2. And obviously we fight back and win. But I would think we would be smart enough that we wouldn't even allow it to create the fight. No. <laughs> That's so surprising that you say no. No, I don't think we are. Why would it, then why? Okay. If then the bigger question then is, why do we create something that we know will be our demise? Okay. You know what? Let's do this. Let's get Maddini, our show producer. Okay. Let's find the smartest person in AI to come talk to us about. Now, do you want to find the smartest person that believes in the doomsday theory or is on the opposite side? Well, I'm going to try to find the UN version. Okay. Like, you know. Someone in the middle. Person in the middle. Make the argument on both sides. It's going to be a little hard because we're going to say, you know, like we only have like, you know, Twitch Bob watching. Right. But I mean, you're going to inform (laughs) Twitch Bob and that's a big deal. Well, no, we know we just, we're just teasing. We do have, you know, we've got more than just Twitch Bob. But no, I, I think let's find somebody who who can speak to both sides. Okay. And then if you're watching, if you're listening, if you have any idea, something that you read, um, a person that maybe you saw on, I don't know, some show or something like that, just you know, drop us a note to podcast at commando.com. Podcast at commando.com. I just hope you're smarter than that. I don't think they are. I mean, you know, think about this. All of a sudden, we had a global pandemic. I never thought that would happen. True. Did you ever see that coming? No, I didn't believe. I Also, another thing, I didn't think we'd shut down. I never thought we would shut down like the way we did. I never thought we would react to a global pandemic the way that we did. Uh, but we got through it. It didn't kill us. It didn't end us. Yeah, I thought that was just so strange to me when everything was shut down. I mean, that the, I mean there was a, a kid skateboarding on the 405 freeway in Los Angeles. I mean, I went when I got my vaccine... They sent me to this huge airport hangar. I'm in line with a hundred other cars and I'm being surrounded by military members holding guns and nurses giving shots. I'm like, this is from a zombie movie, but it's real life. It was weird. And it's funny because you mentioned the Terminator. Um, I told Barry last night, I said, I haven't seen that movie forever. I'm actually, I'm going to watch it this weekend. Okay. For research? Like, yeah, just as parallel. Yeah. 
what, and this was what, 40, 50 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. I think that's ago. what it was. Something like yeah. That. Yes. Late eighties. So yeah, 40 years ago. You should watch it too. All right. You should see, see if, and then, then when we talk to the AI person, we can say, Hey, do you remember this? Do we have to watch all of them? No. Because there's only there's like 30 of them. All right. So come right back. I'm going to try something new here on the pod. Uh, where I'm just going to blow through some stories and we're going to just chit-chat about each one of them real quick. And and then later on, um, about some tech quirks that CEOs have in the tech industry here on Kim Commando today. Hey, welcome back. It's Kim Commando today, your daily fun podcast. Oh, I forgot to remind people that they need to enter to win. Well, they want to win. That they do want to win. It's a thousand dollar PC or a thousand dollar Mac. I, we're not giving away junk here. No, no Kim Commando mug, no fanny pack. <laughs> that is, is a cool. Is it a good fanny pack though? That would be a nice prize. But this is way better. It's a cross body bag. Now. I apologize. Okay, just say <laughs> I'll stand off. <laughs> All right. So yes. So go to commando.com slash win. That's commando.com slash win. And that's where you can enter to win a $1,000 PC or Mac, your choice. Now, there is a catch. What is the catch? That you have to try our newsletter at least once. That's it. You just get one issue of the newsletter. Uh, That's commando.com slash win. All right. So this is where we're going to try some new things. Okay. Okay. Um, And I'm going to just blow through like four or five stories. And so this way people can feel informed. Okay. Uh, what do you think a robot wrangler does? A robot wrangler. That's a new job title. Someone who, uh, herds in robots and uh, make sure they're fed and watered. Uh, it's a new job title. They say for people who are helping warehouse robots to stay on task. Really? The robots won't even listen. Nope. Mm -mm. The robots are even lazy. So, so if you're looking for a new gig, a robot wrangler, I wonder what kind of experience you have to have. Not sure. Anyway, this is proof positive that AI is not stealing all of our jobs. No. <laughs> quite yet. Just creating them. Uh, Meta is now blocking teens from getting DMs from strangers by default. They're not. <laughs> and of course, they're going to take credit for it. <laughs> On Instagram and Facebook Messenger. So in case you don't, in case you never watched your kids on social media before. Meta's got you covered. Yeah. That's sure. good. No, it's a good step. So. You still need to watch your kids. You know, the only reason why they're doing this is because they're in Washington trying right. to tell everybody like, oh, we are protecting kids. We care about the children. Each and every one of them. Oh. We also are going to care about their data that we collect, but we care about the children. Well, you know what? The only meta that meta hasn't won a censor is Metamucil. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Oh, God, I cracked myself up. <laughs> Be walking down the hall saying Metamucil. <laughs> All right, TSA. You love TSA, don't you? Absolutely. I, it's like one of the few accounts I follow on Instagram. Why? Because oh. I love the things they find oh. in people's bags. Oh, what have they found lately? Handguns, loaded handguns, uh, brass knuckles, uh, marital devices. <laughs> marital devices. Okay, wait, let's talk about marital devices. Okay. <laughs> of course. All right, so... You just like think like, I'm, I mean, nobody's going to notice. Why is it in your carry on? <laughs> just that's in what, case. That's what I want to know. You can't check that one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like being hidden. So when they're looking through, you know, it, it is being concealed because nobody wants to have that discovered, I guess. 
Uh, but it's got batteries and it's being operated and sometimes they're turned on. Oh gosh, really? Yeah, but great. what about the loaded handgun? I mean, you're just like, oh, I, sir, I forgot it was loaded. And it's, I think the number was 12,000 in 2023 loaded handguns were apprehended at airports. That's the only ones that got caught. Wow. There's this great show. It's, I only watch it on YouTube. I don't know what network it's on, but it's Australian uh, agency that checks you when you're coming across the border it's so great stuff that people was one guy had all these bags with exotic fish sewn into his clothes. And then he wore his clothes. And the only reason he got caught is because he started leaking, <laughs> but they take off his shirt and it's just nothing exotic but exotic fish? fish in bags. It's a great show. <laughs> you know, I never would have thought of that. I mean, maybe exotic fish. Yeah. I thought and if you're going to smuggle it, just put it up your butt, but yeah, you just put it in a plastic bag and sew it in the inside of your clothes. So if you're a TSA, like for example, in Phoenix Sky Harbor, mm-hmm. is that they are now using facial recognition. And they say that having your picture taken is going to make everything more secure. Right. But you do have the option to say, no, I don't want to participate. How do you do that? Just say, no, I don't want to participate. You just go and stand in the middle of the airport and say, I am not participating. Okay. Sure. You're going to do that. What do you, how do you not? You're supposed to tell the agent. I know I don't want to be part of your facial recognition program. Oh, okay. But they got to let you go, but you'll have to tell them that every single time. Yes. Okay. But you know, have you, have you flown to Europe? No, I've never, I mean, I've been out of the country, but I've never been to Europe. Oh, cause in, cause when you are like, for example, like, um, I don't know, leaving Paris, for example, or Heathrow or something like that. Heathrow is in London. Are you making reference to my radio show? Yes. We do a bit. It's called Jay talking our call screener, not the brightest bulb. And uh, we ask him just common sense questions every single Tuesday. And he was asked, what is the famous airport in London called? He thought about it and he thought about it. And he's like, I know what it is. It's the Paris international airport. And he was a hundred percent serious. He's close. It's close. I think the London and Paris, that really goes together. And then after, you know, after the segment, we go to music and he's like, Paris really isn't in London. No. He thought London was a country. He's a, he thought Paris was in London. Okay. He's a, he's subject of our public school system. Yes. I think he was an athlete. He was focused on hitting a curveball. Didn't need have time for geography. So, uh, but when you're going through, they do facial recognition. Okay. Already. Yeah. If they don't ask you. Well, no. They will take it. You'll picture you like it the most. Well, <laughs> but they say, is, you know, you can go this lane or you can go that lane. Okay. And you're like, I'm just going to go this lane. <laughs> right. It's a lot shorter. Right there. Uh, okay. We'll give up our freedoms for convenience. That's for sure. Of course. We all do that. Absolutely. Okay. By dance maker, a TikTok. Yeah. They have something now called stream voice AI. What is this? It can mimic any voice in real time from a sample that's just a second or two. Okay, now you've told the story. You spent $6,000 trying to get your voice recreated. You're telling me a TikTok app add-on is going to be able to pull this off? And they say it's perfect for pranking your friends. Yeah, that's what we're going to do, prank our friends. We're not going to use it for crime. No. Do you see the other TikTok story? No. Uh, Universal Music is uh, negotiating with TikTok right now. They're saying TikTok is trying to undersell them compared to every other rights deal they have. And they're going to pull all the music. Taylor Swift. Oh, are they really? They're going to pull all their music unless TikTok comes up and pays at least what Instagram is paying for the use of the music. So you may not be able to get a lot of music on TikTok starting February 1st. Now, I wonder why TikTok hasn't been paying all along. They had. 
but the rights deal was up. So it was part of oh. a renegotiation. Okay. So they just want money. But the thing that you have to bring up, it just went like real quick. Cause I was on um, KTAR this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody, Stacy, somebody got her, her brothers were called that she, and she's somehow affiliated with the station is that her brothers got a call from her on her phone that said that she was kidnapped. Oh, wow. And that she needed money. And the kidnappers came on the phone and said, you know, you need to send us $500, $1,000, and then we'll release Stacy. And one of the brothers was like, oh, this is all BS. The other brother actually sent the money. No. Yeah. Yes. So they had to, man, that's a lot of work on behalf of that scammer. Yes. But it's also getting worse. So it's not just deep fake voices that they're also deep faking videos yeah. and photos and saying that someone has been kidnapped. So the rule of thumb is that if you ever get a call that somebody was kidnapped, that of course I would always pay your your money. I mean, if somebody said, you know, Andrew was kidnapped, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, just call the person, yeah, call them, yes. see if they're kidnapped, right? Hey, what are you doing right now? Oh, I was just making some breakfast. So you're not kidnapped right now in the middle no. of Guatemala? No, just make cooking some eggs. I I took a call on the show from a woman who this happened to her, and she was in her bathroom. Her daughter calls her, and the daughter had just gotten married, just gotten married, like probably like I don't know, two or three weeks ago. And she gets a call from her daughter that says, oh my God, she's screaming. She's hysterical saying, mom, mom, I don't know what to do. My new husband just got killed in a car accident and I'm, and I need money to come home. I just want to be with you. I don't, or you got to have to come here, but I just need money for a plane ticket. And she's going on and on. Then the mother starts getting hysterical, like, oh, calm down, honey, calm down, calm down. Okay. Then the father, her husband goes into the bathrooms like, what's going on with you? Because the mom had her on speaker. And say, what's going on here? What's going on? And then the father's like, hmm, it's a little strange. So he goes in the other room and he calls the daughter. The daughter is like, oh, hi, dad. Right. That's the first thing you do. Just call the victim. Yes. Because most likely it's going to be a scam. Or somebody or text them or somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of scams, uh, one last thing. AARP is warning about a spike in utility scams. That you're going to get a phone call, a text, or an email saying that we are turning off your heat right now. Oh, geez. Okay. Unless you pay up these past dues, whatever it is. And so people are falling for that. And it's so easy though, on a text message when you, I got, I get them once a day. Hey, you're late on a payment. Click here to make sure your account doesn't go. It's so easy just to hit that click. Get it. I understand how that one could get people. All right. So coming right back, I want to know about the worst manager you ever had. All right. The worst one. Okay, we don't need to say names. Okay. I think I know who it is. Do you? Mm-hmm. No, this is pre-radio, so you might not know who it is. Oh, I thought it was going to be a gal. No, she was great. Sometimes. <laughs> you can't even say that with a shot. I part. love her. She's great. <laughs> We're talking about the same person. Yeah, I think I know we are. All right, so stay right where you are. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily fun podcast about everything and nothing digital. And of course, it's always me and Andrew Binsky. Um, tomorrow, Ali Seligman's going to be joining us. The A-Team returns. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. And so just a few things that we need for you. Number one, make sure you tell at least one person about Kim Commando today. That's all. Just one person. Because we're thinking that, like, hey, we've got 4,000 on Facebook, got a couple of thousand on YouTube. we got the guy on Twitch. One guy on Twitch. Twitch Bob. <laughs> Twitch Bob. And then we have X and Rumble. 
Uh, we love you all. If you just tell one person, just one person, think about how the audience would just like explode. So if you laughed at just like even just a half a laugh, even just like a groan at one of my bad jokes. That, that definitely happened. Okay. Then that's all you need. That's just the criteria for you just to like to hit that share button. At, and again, just tell one person. And don't forget, you can also enter to win a $1,000 computer, PC or Mac over at commando.com slash win. All right. Your worst manager ever. I worked a telemarketing job. And um, the reason why he was the worst is because he was a drug addict. Oh. And I worked the night shift because it was right after high school. And he would just get high right before the night shift. And we had to deal with him every single so what did night. he do what, like how did he act because he was high well he he was doing cocaine so oh, no yeah my hold on this we got wrapped in there somehow uh and so he was just so hyper like one day he was vacuuming non-stop while we're on the phone <laughs> just next to us so you're like hmm. yeah we're trying to collect donations for municipal motorcycle officers of california and next to us is and then he would run around, he would find someone like me, for example, my last name's Babinski, and he would just run around the office screaming, come on, Babinski, close the nail, Babinski, just <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs. And then one day I did a morning shift because I wanted some extra money. Well, he wasn't high, so he was a normal dude. And you're He's like, like oh, hey, man, how you doing? Yeah, here's the goals for today. That's what we're trying to do. And then nighttime, let's do this. That was my worst manager. <laughs> oh, and I showed up one Saturday to work, and there was a note on a piece of cardboard taped to the door that said, we are no longer in business. Oh, nice. That's yeah. <laughs> they had got busted by the cops because it was all, you know, bad stuff. I had a manager at Unisys who was. I'm glad we're not naming names. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and he, I'm not trying to think how to say this. He wasn't really that with the program. Okay. Okay. So it was like a short timer. No, he was a long timer, but it was just like whatever I did wasn't right. Okay. And, you know, and I was probably not a good employee. I probably was. I mean, okay. like. Production wise or attitude wise? Uh, attitude. I always produce. That's what I was going to say. I always produce. And then, but I would go to this person and I'd ask for advice and it was always bad advice. And then he would say, well, you know, if you, if you would have done it this way, you could have done it this way. And like one of those, like whatever I did and just like nitpicky. Okay. okay. But I wasn't that good. So like, um, I remember one weekend, my boyfriend at the time and I, we went to Mexico. Okay. And well, that required like leaving on like a Thursday morning. So I went to work on Thursday morning. Sure. Turned on all my lights and I left two jackets. So I put one jacket, I hung one jacket up. And then I gave another jacket to my assistant, Natalie. I said, Natalie. Well, you were in a position to where you had an assistant. Yes. And you're having to fake that you're working on Friday so you can go to Mexico. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, and I was probably, I don't know, maybe 24 or five at the time. Okay. Okay. I was a district manager at that time. All right. Okay, I was. So, uh, so what would happen is that this guy would call Natalie and say, do you, have you seen Kim? And then I, then I told her, I said, just whenever he does that, just page me in the building. So the whole building. Did she know she was part of this? Yes. Okay. I was in Mexico. She knew that. So she'd like change the, and then when she saw him come by, she'd like put a cup of coffee there and take it away. <laughs> That's a great assistant. <laughs> she was fabulous. <laughs> so now it comes time for my performance review. And he says to the HR department, you know, she produces, she sells, she does all this. 
but she says my name in an offensive manner all the time. <laughs> How did you say it? <laughs> Dick. Ah. Uh, His name was Dick. There's nothing worse than someone using your own first name as an insult against you. Yes. But this whole story was about telling about your worst manager. He was bad. All you've done is told about the bad things you did. Oh, well. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, <laughs> he just, well, like he would like give me an account and I would start working the account and then he'd take away the account and give it to somebody else. Just when I'm like getting ready to close it. So you guys just didn't like each other. No, I didn't like him at all. So that's a horrible business relationship. Uh, so in the early days of Microsoft, yes, Bill Gates would go out in the parking lot and memorize the license plates and who owned that car so that this way he could walk around on the weekends and say, oh, Andrew's working, Bob's working, Tammy's not here. Don't you have time cards for that there, Bill? <laughs> you would think. <laughs> okay. Um, Elon Musk, this is the other one I have, Elon Musk, uh, that he is pushing some employees to actually sleep on the factory floor. Why? Um, because he says, we need to have this extra production. And why are you going home to sleep when I can just give you a pod? This is at Tesla? Yes. That's, yes. Uh, that's inhumane. That's not going to fly. No. I'm surprised that it even got as would, far as it did. If anyone came to me and said, hey, we need extra work. You need to sleep in the building tonight. I'm out. I'll quit. I'll find another I'm job. I'm not going to do it either. No. But Elon Musk did have something interesting. We talked about Neuralink yesterday. That's the brain implant. Mm -hmm. I had not thought about this till I read it in the sun. Okay. Of course it's going to be in the sun. Sure. I mean, you know, if you want to get hardcore news. Go to your reputable <laughs> news source right there. <laughs> you go to the sun. Um, what's more surprising is you're repeating something you read in the sun. <laughs> hey, you know what? I write for the Daily Mail too. <laughs> I love the Daily Mail. I love the Daily Mail. I just love the way they, they have those four bullet points after every headline. You don't have to keep reading. That's enough. I got it. Yeah, but you know, my editor's fabulous at the Daily Mail. And because, I mean, I'll come across a story and I'll, I'll send it to him or a press release. I'm like, this has Daily Mail written all over. And he's like, sure does. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the hot tip. <laughs> it's like. All right. So you read in the sun. Um, that really what Elon Musk is trying to do with Neuralink is that when we are, when our bodies are giving up because we're getting older, that we would be able to put a chip in our brain download all the knowledge, take that and put that into a new body. So therefore we would truly never die. Is that really you? That's the first question that came to my head. If you took all your, are, do you only consist of your memories and thoughts? Is that what defines who Kim is? If I took that and I put it in that plant right there on the, the table, is that now Kim? That's what he's saying. What do you think? I don't know. It's interesting. What do you think? I definitely think that's you. I mean, that's the only thing that really makes you now. I mean, I, I look different than you, but what truly, you know, quote unquote soul is inside its beliefs and its memories and its experiences and knowledge. But could they actually do that? Because you know, the reason why I say that is that when, um, when somebody has heart surgery and especially if they have to put you on the heart, heart, heart and lung machine, they take all the blood out of you and then they put the blood back is that there's a chemical that's missing. And so people get severely depressed. Sure. And they may be like that for the rest of their lives because of all the chemical interactions in our bodies. So 
you know, that was, that's what I was thinking in the background when I was like hesitating. I'm like, well, you know, if this is happening just with our blood, what would, if we just take our memories and our feelings and our knowledge and all this. I don't, but is it even possible to extract information from the brain? I mean, how would, how do I get information from your brain? You communicate it to me. Right. You either write it down, you either orally communicate it to me. Is there a way to actually decode the brain signals and capture information from that? That's what Neuralink's doing now. But that's for movement. Yeah, I guess it's for movement. I mean, because it's, it's taking thoughts. That's crazy. And you those just are have to think active about it. thoughts. Those are thoughts in the now. Neuralink is taking a thought, move the pen, you move the pen, right? But does it, is it actually capturing memories? I'm sure it will. That's crazy. Isn't that? It's weird. Another movie, another sci-fi thing that's happening in real life. Okay. And these are the important stories that we pass along every single day. Every day. I mean, you know, you can use probably at least, what would you say, Andrew? Like three of these stories and have a good, solid conversation with somebody. Just one of them. I mean, how many, how often do you have a good, solid tech conversation with someone? Just bring up, hey, do you think AI is going to end the world? Pour a cup of coffee, sit back and enjoy the fireworks. (laughs) It's almost like when, you know, you have those Thanksgiving holidays and I have a certain family member who's very um, vocal about his politics. Sure. And, uh, and of course you don't instigate at all. No, I just, I, what I do is like, everybody's like sitting around, you have to wait until after dinner and everybody's like drinking. Mm -hmm. And then what I'll do is I'll go in and go, you know what? I really think that we should have more people on welfare. You're a horrible person. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) 100%. Who needs TV? (laughs) Just invite me over. Yeah. That's it. All right. So thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget, tell at least one person about Kim Commando today. And if you have any comments, have anything that you'd like to share, uh, be sure that you can always send us a note to podcast at commando.com. And we'll see you again tomorrow. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.